0: Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a weekly podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the Organ, Eye, and Tissue Recovery Agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life.
1: On any given morning, more than 300,000 listeners start their day focusing on their faith and positivity by tuning into 95.5 The Fish, a contemporary Christian music station here in Cleveland. One of the familiar voices on The Morning Show is the traffic guy, David Sprouse. David is probably most recognized for cheerfully sending morning commuters off with his famous tagline, keeping you and your family safe. He can be heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on The Len and Sarah Show. He also does a lot of work on Sister Stations, 1220 a.m., 96.9 WHKWFM, The Word. Also, he can be heard on 1420 a.m., The Answer. But what many listeners are not aware of is that David is in kidney failure and waiting faithfully on the national transplant list for a kidney. Hi, you're listening to episode 62 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host Colleen Gerber, kidney recipient and Bank staff member. Dave and I have gotten to know each other a little bit because I go into the studio as well on Saturday mornings to produce a radio show on WHK 1420. It was really an ironic moment for Dave when I handed him my LifeBank business card and we soon learned that we had a lot in common. Dave, thanks so much for being willing to share your story with me. Let's start from the beginning. When were you diagnosed with kidney disease?
0: Well, it was 2006, Colleen. I contracted MRSA and I went into the hospital with a staff infection, came out with MRSA, started some Antibiotic therapy that was going to last for what I didn't know at that point, but three years. So by 2008, my infectious disease doctor started being concerned with my kidney function. That was normal when we started, and then had went down to forty and then thirty six and thirty two, instead steadily, steadily declining. By 2009, I met a nephrologist who turned my life around. We knew that the inevitable was going to happen one day—that uh, the kidney function would continue to fail that I'd be on dialysis. So around 2016, uh, we installed the fistula in my left forearm and got me ready for that inevitable day. Finally, around 2018, it was uh, July 4th weekend. I was doing some yard work and it didn't feel quite right. So I didn't know exactly what was going on. Found myself uh, trying to calm down, eat dinner with some friends. Didn't feel right. Felt really off. And then I went to the emergency room and, uh, the doctor came back in after I was there a while and said, um, do you know you have any kidney issues? And I was like, no, why? You know, I'm just being a joker. And he's like, well, your kidneys are totally quit working. They've shut down. And I said, well, it's a good thing. I got a fistula a couple of years ago, but yeah, it was a steady decline over about a 12 year period. And then when the GFR hit five, that was the bottom.
1: Yeah, I don't think people understand how you can have chronic kidney disease and really not even know it. It's a sneaky and silent killer. So you've been on dialysis for about three years. How has that experience been for you and how does that affect your day-to-day life?
0: The experience has been awesome. It truly has. I, I've got a great care team. The facility that I go to, they take great care in their patients, educate them. Encouraging them constantly, you know, trying to get you to a point where you want to take an active role in what it is that you're going through. A lot of people view dialysis as a death sentence, it's a countdown to the end, you know, but you can thrive on dialysis if you maintain your fluid, eat the right food, exercise, and just really pay attention to what's going on. In fact, it's gotten to a point now that I'm ready to start something called home hemo solo. So I'll be doing it by myself at home. So, you know, the education has gone that far as the day to day. Fortunately, I work at a great place that allows me and affords me the time to be able to go to treatment. So I have half days on, on my treatment days and then I work long days on my off days, but they let me fill in where I need to. And if I need time, they give it to me. I certainly wish I didn't have to spend 18 hours a week at a dialysis facility, but I do. But it really hasn't darkened my spirits any. I'm pretty faithful. I have a a great belief that God has a plan for me. And this is just part of the plan.
1: Working on the Fish 95.5 Christian radio station, you're fortunate really to be in an environment of faith and positivity. How does that help you endure waiting for a transplant? Let's face it, you don't really know when or if you're going to
0: get that call. That's true. You know, it is music that lifts you up, right? And uh, being immersed in it, as I am, I just find a positive message. And I work with a great team of people that are just amazing. They're prayer warriors. They encourage you every step of the way. When you're down in the valley, they're there with you. And, and so is he. And, you know, that's the, that's the beauty of it. Constantly being reinforced with the word, it's around me all day. The music is a big part of it, and you know I'm a DJ as well, and I find my strength in music. And I think a lot of people can. It's uh, it's a beautiful thing to be able to walk into a, a place of work and feel his presence at at any given time. You have twelve twenty the word, uh, which is our talk teach station. Um, I get to do plenty of work over there. I I do uh, the voice work in the afternoon, so I listen to uh, sermon after sermon. And it's amazing how God puts sermons in place for you when you have that, that moment. You know, it's often said that you can open the Bible and find the answer. It's truly there. And it's funny how he talks to you all day. But, you know, you have to have faith because, like you said, that call may never come. But as I said before, I feel like God has a plan for me, and this is just part of it right now. But I am confident. I'm feeling really good about a, a transplant coming very soon.
1: Well, I can assure you that Life Bank works hard, not only in recovering organs for transplant, but educating our community about the need for registered donors and for people to say yes and make that decision on their driver's license. And, and really that's what this podcast is about. What are a couple of lessons that you have learned through this whole experience, Dave? What, what's a couple of things that you would like to leave with our listeners with?
0: I will say first and foremost, you got to have faith. You've got to believe that there is a bigger purpose to all of this. And secondly that life is too short to sit around and waste it. you got to live your life. If you're battling afflictions or not, you still have to stay positive. You have to stay upbeat. You have to stay ahead of it. You know, you can't just lay down and die. That's not what this life is for. We're made to worship and to serve and, you know, to be good stewards of the word. So hopefully they see him when they see me because that's what I strive for. I try to be as loving, and as patient, and as kind as possible. You know, sometimes life gets hard and it would be easy to just lay down and call it quits with the afflictions that I have. But like I said, there's a bigger picture and much bigger plans that work here than just little old me.
1: Isn't that the truth? That's the honest to God's truth that we're part of a greater pattern, a part of a greater plan. Dave, I'm just going to ask you this. How fun is it to work at a radio station? What is it you love about radio?
0: I love radio. Um, It it is so, uh, I'm just so passionate about it. It's so romantic, you know, to know that there's a word that may come out of your mouth or a song that you play or a notion that could change somebody's world life in general. I mean, it happened to me. Um, in 2001, I was listening to the fish and I needed a miracle and a miracle came and saved my life. And here I am today, a whole different person than I was in 2001. So radio is magical, mysterious. You know, you get in the car and you don't know what it took for that radio station to be there when you hit that power button, but I guarantee it's going to be there.
1: Awesome. Well, Dave, thank you for spending a few minutes with me and we wish you all the best in the world and we hope you get a transplant very soon.
0: Thank you, Colleen, and thank you for all the work that you guys do. It's, it's so important to people in this situation you know, that may need an organ, a kidney, a liver, lungs, a heart. I mean, it's just amazing the work that you guys do and it's tireless. You just go at it constantly. To make certain that there's something there for a better tomorrow for us
1: it's always our honor and privilege to be able to facilitate that gift of life it's really nothing happens without our donor heroes and their families that agree and we just are privileged to help them through that process so thank you Dave thank you Sally we hope you found today's episode inspiring and informative Let's Talk About Life can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, and other podcast providers. And of course, always on lifebank.org slash resources. We encourage you to subscribe and we invite you back next week. And come on, let's talk about life.
0: Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is depending on it.